Hey, everyone, and welcome back to episode 29 of the Travelmation podcast, where we want to help you win with all things travel, Disney, and more. This year, 2021, is a big year, and we want to help set you up for success. So on every episode of this show, if it's your first time listening or your 29th, since there's only 29 episodes, we're going to talk about some great content, some travel-related content where we're going to talk about different destinations. A lot of the time it's Disney. Sometimes it's not because as a travel agency, we book everything. Um, There's also going to be some great news coming from Walt Disney World. And then we end every episode with Trivia with Tim, where you can win some Travelmation swag sent straight to you. So stick around. Today, we're talking about some of our unpopular opinions as it relates to Walt Disney World. Let's go. everyone. It's time for Around the World in 80 Seconds, where we give you the latest and greatest news out of Walt Disney World. Up first, Gideon's Bakehouse and its much-anticipated Disney Springs location has finally reopened for their grand opening this past weekend. If you're thinking, Christina, what are you talking about? Gideon's has been open for a while. Yes, uh, they did do a soft opening about a month ago, and then they closed for a couple weeks to... Um, to get the kinks out and now they finally have had their grand reopening and um lines were as long as seven hours over the weekend so this is a very very popular store um pro tip there is an original location a gideon's bakehouse in winter park it's about 30 minutes away from disney so if you don't feel like waiting in the virtual queue for that long um you can definitely just take a drive and enjoy the half pound delicious cookies that gideon's has to offer Tim, what do you have for us this week? That is awesome, Christina. My news this week has to do with the park hours at Walt Disney World. So Disney has released park hours all the way through April 3rd of this year. And they've also extended park hours from January 31st to February the 6th. And this is something that they've been doing kind of last minute lately. So be sure to check the app for the park hours before you head down But for that week of January 31st to February 6th, Magic Kingdom's closing time has been extended to either 7 p.m. or 9 p.m. Epcot has been extended closing till 8 p.m. Hollywood Studios will now open an hour earlier at 9 a.m. And Animal Kingdom will open an hour earlier at 8 a.m. So that's pretty cool. A little extra magic for your day. What you got, Austin? All right, my news this week is a little bit on the unpopular side, and most you know news vendors that I've seen have gone negative with this, um, and I understand why. Because Disney announced that on January 1st, 2022, they would be retiring the airport transfer service of Disney's Magical Express. Now, here, I totally understand why people would be upset about this. I mean, it is such a nice perk for those staying on property that you get, you know, the free transfer service to the resorts. But what I found was a lot of people weren't using it. I mean, even Tim, you and I on our last trip, we didn't use it because sometimes you can get sick or especially in this season, like you don't want to be around 50 people sharing a bus. So I understand Disney lost billions of dollars last year and had to make some cuts somewhere. So while I'm sad to see it go, I'm excited to see where Disney will use that money to bring new things in the future. And that's Around the World in 80 Seconds.
All right, welcome back. It is the Travelmation Podcast. You're here with Alston. With Christina. And with Tim. <laughs> and guys, we are excited. We're already laughing as we get ready to record this episode because one of the things that's been you know, kind of a hallmark of the past 29 episodes is sometimes one of us will say something and then the other two will be aghast. They'll be in disbelief. Like when somebody like me says, I like Taylor Swift. <laughs> and Christina and Tim go, what? Are you serious? Or when Christina says, I haven't seen any of the Star Wars movies yet. <laughs> or and if she Tim says, I, go, I haven't seen anything. Me? I just haven't seen anything. <laughs> My eyes what have been shut movie? for 30 years, guys. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. So we thought, let's uh, let's put a little Disney spin on that. What are some of those things that stand out about each one of us? What are our opinions that may not go with the flow of what the mainstream thinks is acceptable? What are our unpopular opinions as it relates to Disney World. So I think this is going to be fun. I know, Tim, you're worried. You're thinking this episode might go too negative. Do you feel like it's going to go too negative, Christina? No, because I think we love Disney at the end of the day, no matter what. We feel the magic every time we're there, and we still do the things that we don't like. I mean, we still keep coming back. So That's true. I, I feel like I feel like this isn't going to be so negative because we're super fans. Exactly. No, I, I agree. And I think in, as I was going through my list, I was like, there's some things that I love that aren't the popular opinion, right? Like it stands out that I actually like this thing that most people don't like. So I know last week we let Tim go first and I know that threw you off, Christina. So I apologize. <laughs> off the, and I want to let universe. you go first today. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks for Thanks for letting me go first. So... Oh man, I'm coming out with a with a big one. Ooh. I have a little bit of beef with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Oh my I, gosh. I know. Uh-oh. I think it's Tell a me. really good ride. I, okay, so I think it's very cute for the children. I think the theming is great. The track is so smooth. I mean, that's like the first Too Yeah, like that's the first thing you think of when you're on that ride is wow, this track is so smooth. But I just wish it was longer. I I think it's very short mm-hmm. and it does have a very long queue. Um, so if I waited for a couple hours to get on that ride and it was thirty seconds long, I wouldn't I wouldn't be okay with that. So that is my beef with Mind Train. It's a it's a good ride. It's wonderful for the kids and for the whole family. But that's my beef with it. I get that. I love it though. It's so fun. And it does have the um the interactive cue, so that that makes waiting a little yes. you know less less boring. So Yes. All the everyone touching all it. the gems. So it's right. Perfect. I was gonna say I haven't done it post COVID. Is that still there? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean that's I, I kinda see what you're saying, Christina. If it's less than thirty minutes, which it's never unless I like happen to get a fast mm-hmm. pass for it, I typically don't do it. It's I mean I like it. But I don't like it enough for 60 plus minute yep. wait time. So I'm with you. I, I love it and I think it's cool, but I, I agree. I've always kind of been curious where where does all the hype for Seven Dwarfs Mind Train come from? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll never know. Maybe we'll never know. <laughs> all right. 
Did you literally just say what I, I said, think or so. was that? I think it was the same thing. Wow, it was just delayed like <laughs> half a second. That's crazy. You're on the same wavelength. Yeah, spending too much time we together, are. Austin. You are. I know, man. All right, we gotta stop hanging out, Austin. Do I get to go next, or are we gonna? Yeah, okay. tell me your unpopular opinion. All right, so my wife spilled the beans on this on her Instagram the other day, but and I think we've talked about this before, but I'm just. I'm not a big snack person at at Walt Disney World, especially like all the special holiday snacks and treats. And um, I mean, Austin's already he's already leaned back in his chair, arms crossed, <laughs> shaking his head at me. I mean, it's like it's like he's the dad and I just messed up big time. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just dis- it's even worse. I'm just disappointed. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like. I guess also, I guess I should say this. In real life, I'm not a big dessert guy. Like, I'm just yeah. not. Like, nine times out of ten, if it's, like, late at night and we're watching TV or watching sports and I want a snack, like, I'd rather just have, like, chips and salsa or something salty than, mm, salty. than you know, than anything sweet. And I would say a majority of the, like, special treats and snacks and whatever are just, like, straight sugar. That's why I'm a go-to Mickey pretzel guy because it, you know, yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree with you, Tim. You and I are yeah. very similar. I'm definitely a savory over sweet person. My nightly, not nightly, but when I do want a snack <laughs> at night, it's popcorn. Um, I don't oh, really yes. ever have to go for dessert. So I don't have the snacks, especially those seasonal snacks. But you're right. They are definitely sweet. Yeah. I don't know. Listen. It's time for me to make the case for holiday snacks. If you're a listener and you're on my team, come on, support me. Guys, I will plan trips around holiday snacks. I I will see those blog posts that Disney puts out. (laughs) Yes, I 100% did because the Twice Upon a Cupcake looked amazing. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes that was good, and I'm proud of you for Mm -hmm. trying it. Sometimes, actually, I would say 51% of the time, they're better looking than they are better tasting. Right. Disney has definitely pivoted to making Instagram snacks. Oh, yeah. They are all about the Instagram. And I don't blame them. That, that's why people buy them. Exactly. You see people, they take a picture with it, they take a bite, and they throw it away. But no, I, I'm actually a salty guy as well. I prefer popcorn every day of the week. It is my go-to snack in Disney. But I don't know. I just, I love trying new things. That's why I love travel. I love going new places. I love trying new foods. And so when they come out with something new, you know, I love my go-tos at Disney, but I also love trying those brand new things. So I'm the popular opinion, I would say, in that category. So I love me a holiday snack. That twice upon a cupcake, that was good though. There you go. But here's one of the things that's unpopular as it relates to me and snacks, don't throw your pitchforks at your podcast earphones, however you're listening to this. But I personally do not care for the turkey legs in Frontierland. Mm. So, Christina, have you had a turkey leg? Guys? I feel like you're not a turkey leg person. I actually love them. I think oh. that is, yeah, that's something I look forward to, especially in Frontierland. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so I, lo- I'm a salt again. I'm a salty person, and they're salty as heck. I mean, they really are very salty, but they're delicious. The last time we were there, we were walking near the cart for those, and Cole goes, "You know, Dad, I don't think I've ever had one of those turkey legs." And we were talking about it, and I remember the one time I got it. I've only had one, 
it was on a very hot day and the turkey leg was hot mm. and it's like <laughs> like kind of sticky like you know how like the oh uh, yeah it is sticky the meat, like yeah what's up with that um so i think if i were to try it again it would be on like a cooler day maybe in the you know fall or winter i don't know it was just like i don't know it that makes sense i i i honestly i don't eat most foods that are on a bone and I know that sounds very like I'm an aristocrat or something. Like if you cut the turkey leg for me, I probably would eat it. But I don't like wings. I don't like ribs. Ooh, I, love, I, I just love both I'm, of those. I don't know. So I'm going even away from Disney. Unpopular opinion there. I could be slaughtered at the end of this episode. <laughs> so that's my first one. I don't. I don't care for the turkey legs. What do you do at the Super Bowl, Christina? You don't eat wings while you watch the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. That's like you know. It's like what you do, bro. Chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. My go-to snack for anything football. We will in Georgia game season. We will literally make this every Saturday. Buffalo chicken dip. Oh, oh it's the best. Buffalo yes, chicken dip. the best. Publix and has I'll, a great I'll make one a too. Full crock pot of it. Mm. Oh, the Publix one's mm. delicious. Publix one's really good. Put it in the microwave for a little bit. Yep. Mm. Oh, that's that's so good, good stuff. It has like so all of us are on the popular right. buffalo chicken, chicken dip trial. All right, oh let's uh, move on before we make the <laughs> listeners too hungry. <laughs> if you said you didn't like buffalo chicken dip, I would end this episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, recording. stop recording. Okay, so my next one is that It's a Small World is one of my least favorites. Olsen, you didn't talk about Small World yet, right? I haven't talked about it. And I'm curious, and this might be a good one for debate. I wonder what the popular opinion is on this attraction. Like, do you think the more popular opinion is that people like it? Or do you think the more popular opinion is that people don't like Judging it? Judging by the queue times, it's popular. People like it. Not as... I mean, queue times at Magic Kingdom are pretty askewed. <laughs> They're all long. <laughs> That it's is like, true. No one likes Mickey's PhilharMagic, but still the wait time is more than 20 minutes. I do. I don't I mean, it's you got to have something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so to me it's just the song sticks in my head and and I don't know. It's just the the repetitiveness of the song is is just a little uh it's a little annoying to me. But that's that's really it. I mean, no, it's I, it's a classic. It's something that I could do while I was pregnant. It's something that we can do with the baby now. So it's definitely a little bit more special, but it's still just one of my least favorites. The song is that song gets stuck in your head and you just can't get it out. And it drives me nuts. No, it's fine. I understand you don't, you're not for, you know, unity and world peace and (laughs) all of us, you know, living in harmony together. It's fine. If if that's not your opinion, that's fine. There would be more I, I personally love It's a Small World. There would be more peace if that song would end. <laughs> I listen, I like the ride for about three quarters of it. And then yeah. like when the that's when true. the boats start it bumping into each other and you're like, Oh, we we got a while before all these people get off, you know? And I haven't even seen the room yet that says, you know, thank you in 58 languages. Like, it's Dos just... Dos yeah. It never shows my name. That's the point. It never shows my no, name. No, that's the point where I regret getting on the boat. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we talked about this on the Disneyland episode, but ha- Christina, you haven't done the Disneyland one yet, mm-hmm. but Disneyland, It's a Small World, even though I like It's a Small World in Walt Disney World, I love It's a Small World at Disneyland oh, yes. because I they agree. just put that like 
dash of Disney pixie dust in each of the countries that their IP relates to. And it's, it's it awesome. makes a difference. So it really does. I don't know. I mean, I know people weren't happy about it when they did it in Disneyland, but I think it would make it better. Yep. For sure. Tim, what's your next one? All right. Next one. All right. This might, Oh, Austin, you talked about pitchforks. This might, <laughs> this might get them coming. So at this stage in my life, I'm not a big fan of character dining anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> and honestly, like it mostly has to just do for the value of what you're paying. Um, yep. And the quality of, of the food you're experiencing. I think my kids have gotten like Mason's four. He'll be five this month. So, but the others have gotten old enough to where like, if I'm going to drop two to $300 on a meal, I think I would much rather go to California grill right, or Topolino's mm-hmm. terrace rather than yep. the garden grill or Hollywood <laughs> hey, or Hollywood and that mine. food is fresh. That food is good. It's straight from the, don't from hate the on garden grill it's straight from the land. That's right. <laughs> but you know, like me and Mallory like to share food and like sometimes our kids will share, like you don't get that option at a character mill. You know, it's just like, no, nope. well, they're like, you were here? Yep, $55 per adult and $39 <laughs> per child, sir. You know, um, and I think it's a great opportunity to see a lot of characters. And I do pr- actually prefer the way they're doing it now with the social distancing. Like, I don't have to get up every time a character comes to my table. Yes. Like, that that helps. Um, and the fact that I don't have to get up to go to the buffet that they bring it to your table. So I do think that... I hope those stay for character dining because I think it's a bonus and it like, especially the all you can eat to your table versus the buffet. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just a personal opinion. Like whenever I get the bill, I'm like, I could have had the filet at Kelly grill, you know? (laughs) So, yep. yep. That's definitely on my list too, that I just, I don't enjoy character meals. And I think I said it in a previous episode and character interactions. It's just not for me. I'm not, like everything you said was perfect. I, I, they're just not for me. Yeah. Well, here's here's my, I would say my, you know, slight pushback, but it's not major because I actually agree with you. I love character meals the first time that I do them. Yeah. So like when I did the Topolino character breakfast for the first time, I loved it. I was fine paying it and all the things. Um, but I typically do not like to go back to a character meal except for Ohana. Honestly, I think that's, that's more (laughs) the atmosphere than it is. The characters, I still get mad about the bill. It used to be a cheaper version and better version than chef Mickey's. And now it's kind of getting equally as expensive, but you're right. You're paying for the characters and that's, that's, what's great about it when it's your first time is you're like, Oh, this is such a cool experience that I've never done before. But like if you're a Disney regular and you've seen all the characters and then you're just paying for like, you know, decent food with a, a a selfie with a character, you're right. I would opt for better food every single time. Yeah, I think it's just a value thing. Um, listen, keep the calvacades and the flotillas. <laughs> yeah. Let me walk through the park. Oh, yeah. You know, give a quick wave to Mickey and then go eat, go eat a nice dinner somewhere. Yep. You know, that's I enjoy that. I couldn't so. have said it better myself. That was perfect, Tim. All right. All right. Christina. No, yep. Austin. Yep. Right. <laughs> no. Oh, no, it's yeah. me. Is it mine? My- no, it's no. you. It's Austin. 
It's me. You messed us we up last week. First. We're, we're all all backwards. Listen, I'm I'm gonna throw us off one episode. And I'm just gonna go first. It's gonna be. We're wait. like in a night at the um, Roxbury. You, you, me, me, me. <laughs> I'm doing the head bob. If you're in your car and you know what I mean, do it with me. Um, okay, so I'll skip over the one that I put for my second one was that I love. It's a small world, um, but we went on that for a while. Um, okay, this one's. Yeah, all of these are controversial, right? right? That's why this is an episode of unpopular opinion. So I don't need to preface that every time. I don't love the food at Be Our Guest. Wow. Pause for lightning. I'm okay. <laughs> I don't. I've, I've given it multiple times. I've eaten breakfast there. I've eaten lunch there. I've eaten dinner there. The best thing I've had there is the, the gray, gray stuff. stuff. And yes, yes it's delicious. It is delicious. But I, and like you're talking about, Tim, for the money, there is great food at Walt Disney World for $60 a person. And in my opinion, it is not at Be Our Guest. Yeah, I I had a great glass of champagne there one time. That was really good. So In the Magic Kingdom, how nice. That's right, right. That's <laughs> that, a that does sound nice. few and far between. But I before the before they reopened it as as a part of the phased reopening, um, you know, now it's there's no breakfast and lunch and dinner is just the prefix menu. And it's like you said, like $60 an adult and whatever. I don't think that's a great value unless you just want that experience in the castle. And the beast does still come out and do the wave or whatever. So that's cool. Um, but before <laughs> Austin did not burp, that was his beast that was impression. Him. That was him waving at you. Um, but before that, I just want to know why is he a prince? I know that would have. I, I thought we, that we saw nice. him change. You know, we'll keep it the beast. Um, I liked lunch there. I thought it was a good value. I liked that you could get a nice break in the air conditioning in Magic Kingdom. Um, when it was quick service, yeah. When it was quick service before everything shut down, they had like a like a beef pot roast dish that me and Mal would usually mm-hmm. get and split. Um, they had good kids meal options. You could get a cupcake or two, um, you know. So I liked that. I hope that at some point they go back. But I have a feeling if if they're filling up lunch reservations right now, it's sixty dollars per head. I doubt it's going to go back to quick service anytime right. soon. So I actually I think yeah. it's it's one of those places you need to try at least once. It's I agree. Grandiose inside in that it main. Is. It's it, beautiful. It's beautiful in that main ballroom area. Um, the beast room is really cool. So, I mean, it's definitely something that you should at least see once, pay the $60, have the experience. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree with you guys, but it, it is stunning inside of there and you should do it at least once. Well, that's why I loved the quick service mm-hmm. option because you could get all the greatness of the atmosphere with not having to pay for the average food. And so I don't know. If, if you're out there and you love Be Our Guest, I apologize, but this is an unpopular opinions episode, not, hey, let's share every opinion that popular people share. That's right. So, Tim, back to you, buddy. All right. Christina. No, it's your turn. <laughs> I was like, seriously. I was like, really? I'm not ready. What happened? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. 2021 is messing us up, guys. What's up? Um, all right. So... We haven't really touched on any resorts yet, so I guess I'll go over to a resort, and I'm going to say that Art of Animation is decent, in my opinion. (gasps) Yeah. Don't say it. I know. Lightning may strike me now, but, (laughs) and I know a lot of agents that I've spoken to about this, 
they disagree with me. I mean, this, this is definitely an unpopular opinion. I think some of the positives are that you can fit six, a family of six at Art of Animation um, You in the family suites. Their quick service landscape of flavors is might be the best uh, as far as resort quick service that I can think of right now off the top of my head. But I just don't like the decor and I don't think that it's um, maybe worth the price sometimes because it is a little bit overpriced in my opinion. I love the theming there. I love the fact that they went with the classic animation. I love the lobby for a value resort. I love it. But once you go inside those rooms, it feels pretty similar to a motel. Just saying. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think you're right. And, you know, I think Tim and I, we've talked about this with the family suites. Um, sometimes you're better at the all-stars where they sleep six unless you just really want to pay for that Disney theming. But yep. Yeah, that's that's an unpopular opinion for sure because that used to be like the only thing that I would quote. People would say, "I want to go to Disney. I want to go to Art of Animation." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, I will. I will agree with you, Olson, in that the um, the lobby and the the pool area, like the theming there, is really great as well. But exactly what you said about the rooms, I don't like the theming in the rooms for whatever reason. I think they knocked it out of the park outside of the rooms and in you know those common areas, but inside the rooms needed. Just, I don't know, just needs to be a little bit different in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I haven't, I haven't seen the Little Mermaid renovations, so I don't know if that makes it better, but what were you going to say, Tim? Uh, yeah, just coming from, you know, the resident family of six over here. Um, <laughs> sweet life. <laughs> uh, that's right. The sweet life. Um, yeah, those prices, like, so in my opinion, like you, Austin, once All-Star Music is reopened, which I know they're reopening movies first, which doesn't have the family suites, but All-Star Music family suites were renovated before everything shut down mm-hmm. and are usually cheaper. And so I think that's a better value for your money. Um, and then if not, I would say, like, just make sure you're working with a travel agent who knows about the resorts and some room options for bigger families because like the beach club, for instance, has a room called the deluxe room where it's basically like an oversized regular room that has two queen beds and a queen pullout sleeper sofa that sleeps six. And a lot of times you can find those for like similar pricing. Like I know you're not getting a kitchenette, but like you're at the beach club. Like, yeah, it's it's a lot, you know, I mean, it's the best Um, pull on property. And then some other options once the wilderness lodge reopens this coming summer. Um, and whenever the boardwalk Inn opens, both of those hotels have deluxe rooms that are club level. So not only do you get a room that sleeps six, but you get access to the club level lounge with food throughout the day. So like a lot of times, like when the dining plan exists, you could do the deluxe club level rooms for cheaper than like, you know, an art of animation suite with the dining plan or something and still get a ton of food and alcohol included. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I think art of animation has its place for sure. But I also think depending on what you value, there's some other things out there that can be comparable or a better deal. So, you know, that is a great tip. If, if you've never heard those facts before, rewind this episode 30 seconds, listen to that again, because that's Disney gold right Disney there. That's gold. why you listen to the travel nation podcast 
those nuggets of wisdom for everyone who's from still, years of travel agency experience. That's right. Everyone who's stuck around 25 minutes into the episode, there it is. That's that's what you came <laughs> for. your gift. So, yeah, just a little tip. Um, all right, well, I'm going to stay on the resort train, Christina. All right. <laughs> I've been mulling this over in my brain for a while now, and I think I finally decided. I think the most high-end, nice, deluxe resort on property is the Riviera Resort. Boom. Mm. It's the flagship resort right now. I've said it. I said it. I meant it. So. I don't even think that's unpopular. I think most people would agree what, yeah, with I was you. Say, what do you think? Well, what I do mean, you think the popular opinion is there? Well, everybody just calls. I mean, they even Disney. They call. They call the Grand Floridian their flagship resort. And if you're looking at amenities mm. like, okay, when everything is open and you include Victoria and Alberts and all the dining and all the things like maybe, but like those rooms need, spa. those rooms need updating. If you're going to say it's the, you know, like the crown jewel of resorts, you know, like they're still nice, but I mean, yeah, I just think with how nice the rooms are at Riviera the different room types, the transportation. I mean, right now, the heart of property until like Tron opens and they celebrate the 50th, like right now, Hollywood is the place to be. Epcot's getting a ton of stuff. Like you're on the, you know, you're on the Skyliner, not the monorail. Um, (laughs) You've got, you've got, in my opinion, one of the best restaurants, if not the best on property right now in Topolino's Terrace. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Great quick service. And Primo Piatto. Yeah, great quick yeah. service, great coffee, an amazing pool. Um, so there, I said it. So I can't I disagree with I think, you. I can't disagree with you at all. Riviera is my favorite resort right now. It has one flaw, in my opinion. Ooh, do Can tell. You guess what it is? Uh, one flaw. Not enough holiday treats. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, they had a very good gingerbread Mickey shaped cookie. I saw and it that. was delicious. And I had it with a, with a coffee. The one flaw for Riviera, in my opinion, and I know this was intentional because it's a DVC resort. It doesn't have the grand lobby. Mm. And I love a good grand lobby. I think we should do a whole episode on grand lobby. Good idea. But that is why I would say the Grand Floridian Wilderness Lodge, I think those are going to rank, even contemporary, like they're going to rank up in the scale of grandness just because of the just wow factor that is the lobby. When you walk into Riviera, you are not wowed. It is like walking into the DVC section of any of the deluxe resorts. So that's the only flaw in my opinion. If you approach it from the Skyliner side, I think there's a ton of wow. If you approach it from the view from Topolino's, ton of wow. But if you're coming in just straight up from the lobby, I'm like, hmm, a lot to be desired. And I think they could have made it two stories. I don't know why they didn't, but yeah, I don't know. That's the, that's the only flaw that Riviera has, in my opinion. It is by far my favorite resort. I love the background music alone. Oh, yeah. Just to hear the little European versions of Disney so songs, good. I think, makes it feel so fancy. It really transports the you. Art there. Oh, mm. it, it, just, it just transports you somewhere else. And See, that's Austin, what I love about it. I, I have not the been. The smells. God. I have not been to, um, you know, Italy or France. But it's based on, you know, the Riviera there. And... I've seen so many buildings and pictures of especially France, like near mm-hmm. near the Eiffel Tower, of 
of hotels mm-hmm. that look exactly yeah. like what Riviera looks like. They oh, sure yeah. do. And they nailed this. And oh, yeah. One, like, is that, I would imagine, is that not what those buildings are like there? Like, do they not have grand lobbies? I don't know. I I just wonder if that was intentional. But I also know that, like, all of the rooms there, especially if you're in, like, a one-bedroom, two-bedroom, three-bedroom, you have more space in your room. And so there's mm-hmm. not as much of a need for, like, common space there. So maybe that's yeah. part of it. But what were you going to say, Christina? No, yeah. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I don't really remember any building that I walked into or any hotel room that I – or hotel that I walked into in Paris having – a grand a big grand lobby um but those buildings were also built in like i don't know like a hundred oh, yeah. plus years ago right. so that wasn't really a thing back then so maybe that was intentional i'm not sure but if it was i mean i think they've just they've always gone you know less wow with the dvc resorts because they know you're bought in for you know 60 plus years so they don't really necessarily have to wow right. you. Um, it, that's what that's what I think. I'd love to ask an Imagineer who kind of thought about that. Let's figure that out. Now, a lobby that they have recently built that is a wow is the Grand Estino Tower mm-hmm. at Coronado. Right. I mean, it looks like a cruise ship. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, so yeah. there was there was definitely intentionality in not going wow because, like you said, they've done wow recently. So it's not like right. they're just getting away right. from it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I love that. I love that lobby. It's like you look to the left and it's wow. You look to the right, wow. And then you look, you go forward and you look down. You're like, oh my goodness. I, I do yeah. love what they did over there. Um, the wow in the Riviera lobby is the library and the coffee. For that sure. is the wow that draws me in every time. But yep. yeah, there's you don't want to hang out in that lobby the way you do in Wilderness Lodge. So, <laughs> all right, rounding us down. We've got one more round of this. Um, unpopular opinions i'm gonna get a couple just rapid fire i love a good disney pickle and i don't love mickey ice cream bars i love the mickey ice cream sandwich but i don't love the mickey ice cream bars and this may be popular this may be unpopular i don't know i really don't enjoy character interactions when they're not fully in costume and i I don't i don't mean like you know they've half costumed i mean like princesses and princes where I'm face to face with another human being and I'm having to force conversation as if they've just come from their godmother's house and she made this ball gown. It's always so awkward to me. I like it when they can't talk back because you can't have small talk with a fake princess. (laughs) Um, When your kids are there, it's fine. But, you know, we go on adults trips sometimes and we used to meet the princesses and you're like, how's everything in the kingdom? (laughs) Oh, good okay cool i'm glad exactly that's definitely one of the reasons why i'm not huge in character interaction i said it on a previous episode we've been we were childless millennials for a really long time so we're not in that stage of our life where seeing a character is is on our list of things to do people watching is on our list of things to do all the time in the parks but meeting with characters not so much the best was talking Mickey. Oh, Why did they take him away? He was so cool. Ah, 
I digress. <laughs> Guys, anything else on your list as we wind down our unpopular opinions episode? I'm not going to say anything on my list, but I am going to say that this episode was actually very difficult for us because we don't like to be negative on this podcast. And it's we true. know that this was a full episode of negativity. So we hope that you don't. Hey, I said I love Disney pickles. <laughs> But we, we want you guys to know that the, the magic is there. And uh, and this wasn't an easy one for us to do. But unpopular opinions is very popular right now on social media. So we wanted to jump on the trend. That's right. And we had we had positive things to say, too. So that's Always. Good. Always. Absolutely. Tim said the Riviera is the best resort. Ever. If Adam were here, he would say the Country Bears is the best attraction. So... There's positive, unpopular opinions out there. <laughs> and right. hopefully you guys will share your unpopular opinions with us on social media. We'd love to hear about them. Send them to us. Play along. We would love to hear from you guys. That's it for this week's episode. And we will catch you next week on the Travel Nation Podcast. See you real soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Travelmation podcast. And now it's time for Trivia with Tim. Last week's question was what big anniversary will Blizzard Beach be celebrating this year? Congratulations to our winner, Casey Ledbetter, with the correct answer of the 25th anniversary. And now for this week's question and your chance to win some fun Travelmation swag. What are the two tallest structures in all of Walt Disney World? To submit your answer, just head over to travelmation.net slash trivia and you can enter right there. We'll reveal the winner and answer on next week's episode. See you real soon.